welcome back to Divide It with Jill. So today is going to be a solo episode and I was actually teasing my stories on Monday and I was like, can anybody guess what the episode's going to be this Wednesday? And a few people were like, Princess Diaries? I was surprised at how many people said Princess Diaries. I was like, wow, is this really giving off Princess Diaries energy? I mean, like it kind of was, but love that that was the first thing everyone thought. But no, as you could tell by the title of this podcast episode, I will be talking to you about Bridgerton. Oh my gosh, this show is just everything to me. But before we get into it, I want to just kind of like update you on what I've been doing. What's the tea? What's the gag? Do people even say that anymore? Do people say what's the tea? What's the gag? Or is that like old news? But anyways, I think I mentioned that I got LASIK in another episode or like that I was going to get LASIK. But now I am a LASIK eye surgery survivor. (laughs) Do you know where that's from? If you don't know, Kylie Jenner did this whole thing on the Kardashians reality show. She was like in bed. She got LASIK with Stas and Chris was like taking care of her and she was like ringing a bell. It was like a whole thing. It was so funny. I even like recreated the bell moment on my Instagram. Yeah, she was like, I am a LASIK eye surgery survivor. It was so funny. But I have a whole youtube video coming out about my lasik eye surgery journey like i try to make it as detailed as possible but yeah i'm gonna spill the tea on there but spoiler alert everything went well i can see everything it's insane and i believe like my eyesight is supposed to like get better as like time goes on so i'm really excited for that i mean in my left eye it's 2020 right eye is still catching up but she's getting there But oh my gosh, this doctor is like the number one in the States. I couldn't, I was like, wait, what? Like three years in a row, number one. So many people tell me like, he's like the best. Even my dad went to him. Oh my gosh, he was incredible. I had such a good time in the surgery. Like, it's such a weird thing to say, but like you're basically awake and we were just like chatting it up. I was talking to the girls that were also in there with me and it was a time, you know, at first I was like a little scared about it, but then once I was like in there and like doing it, I was like, you know what? YOLO, like this is it. <laughs> YOLO, not YOLO. <laughs> I was kind of like at ease and also they gave me a volume, so maybe that was it. But yeah, everything went well, but if you want to know more about it, how everything went down, you have to check my YouTube video out eyes are healing father's day came around um my family and i went to bellini that was so much fun i made like a tiktok video about this i was like taste testing everything oh my god bellini is so good everything that i ate that day was just like 10 out of 10 like for real also oh my gosh I don't know if you know who this is, but Tony Goldwyn and Carrie Washington like filmed a video outside of Bellini, like Harry's tables, like right next to it's like connected and they filmed a video outside of there. And I thought that was just so iconic. But anyways, yeah. So Father's Day was great. I'm trying to think what else has been going on. Um, Been hanging out with my god sister, been hanging out with my um, manager who helps me with everything when it comes to content. They were here for like an entire month. That was a lot of fun. Oh, and I also went to my first kind of like influencer event. Okay, it's not like a traditional like influencer event where it's like 
for example, let's say Selena Gomez is throwing a thing and she's inviting influencers or like there's a, a big brainer company and they're inviting influencers. It wasn't like that. It was a situation where I was invited to create content at this event, if that makes sense. This was the Bridgerton Ball. Before I really get into what happened at the Bridgerton Ball, let me tell you about the show first. So if you don't know what the show is, it's basically based on this book series by Julia Quinn. And then Shonda Rhimes scripted the show for Netflix. It basically revolves around a fictional family the Bridgertons, and it's set in the competitive world of Regency era London's town during the social season where marriageable youth of nobility are basically launched into society. And each season is based on a different family member of the Bridgerton family. So the first season was about Daphne and Simon. The second season was about Kate and Anthony. And this third season coming up is about Colin and Penelope. Daphne is part of the Bridgerton family. Um, Anthony is part of the Bridgerton family. And Colin is part of the Bridgerton family. I am obsessed with these characters. I also love that it focuses on not just the two leads that you know, the season is based on, but it also focuses on everybody kind of in this town, in this world. It feels very like seamless, if that makes sense. But I mean, if you were to ask me, my favorite like moment between the two leads. So like in season one, we have Daphne and Simon. So one of my favorite scenes, I think, between Daphne and Simon, that's just like so intimate. But I feel like in this moment, Simon kind of like falls in love with Daphne. But I feel like he's always like Daphne. But in this particular moment, I feel like it sealed the deal for my eyes. So it's episode three. They're looking at this painting and they almost touch hands. And it's like this really quiet beautiful moment between them oh my gosh i was like wait a second forget the intense love confessions forget all those steamy scenes this was it i'm obsessed i'm obsessed i also noticed that shonda rhymes loves to do that she loves to do these scenes where the two leads the two love interests almost touch hands they did this in scandal they did it with daphne and simon they did it with, I believe, Kate and Anthony. And then they did it with, I believe, Brimsley and Reynolds in Queen Charlotte. I'm, I'm forgetting if she did this with anybody else, but those are the ones that are coming to mind right now. And oh my gosh, this is the Shonda Rhimes effect. The Shonda Rhimes hand iconic scene. Like, I don't know what to call it, but I feel like if you see that, you know it's Shonda. You know it's a Shonda show. I, kn I just noticed that recently because I was watching Scandal and I was like, oh my gosh, she loves to do that. But yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes between Daphne and Simon. And then I think with Kate and Anthony, oh my gosh, there's actually way too many good ones between Kate and Anthony. Like, I can't even decide. Like, I <laughs> really, I can't. But if I really had to pick one, no, no, no. Oh God, can I pick two? All right, I'll tell you my top two. I love the part where Kate almost gets stung by a bee and they're having this moment where she puts his hand on her heart and they're like looking at each other very closely and he's like out of breath. Oh my God, it's so intense, but so good. And then of course the iconic, you are the bane of my existence and the object of all my desires. Like, come on, you can't beat that iconic. Like both of those scenes, obsessed, obsessed. So season three is not out yet. So I'm not sure what my favorite part would be there yet but i'm ready like i'm ready for their season people are sleeping on them the people are sleeping on colin and penelope i feel like when that comes out people are going to be eating it up but anyways favorite scene between queen charlotte and king george i would say 
I mean, their epic love confession was also incredible. Another Shonda Rhimes effect. Another Shonda Rhimes thing that she loves to do. Yeah, that epic love confession was everything. Like, my heart calls your name. Like, come on, are you kidding me? And then she's like, I will stand with you between the heavens and the earth. Like, come on. Can't beat that either. But I just, I honestly, I love the scenes where they're like underneath their bed and just hanging out. And then at the end, please don't even get me started. I was sobbing when they did that scene with them um and she's telling him that edward is having a baby and that your line is not gonna die and then he's like our line and i'm like oh my gosh stop stop and then it like goes back and forth between them being young and then them being like older Ugh! every time i watch that i cry every single time and then you know what i have to also tell you that i am obsessed with Brimsley and Reynolds like I need a spinoff of them what, what what happened like that scene broke my heart where they were dancing together when they were young and then it flashes forward to Brimsley dancing alone like what is that why why I was like I can't take this this is too much this is too much those are some of my fave moments from the show another spinoff I would love to see is Violet and Edmund Bridgerton who are the mom and dad of the Bridgerton family the one that started it all Ugh, this show is so freaking good. I eat it up every single time a new season comes out. I can't get enough. But I think my favorite season, hands down, has to be the Kate and Anthony one. Like, I will stand on this hill for Kate and Anthony. I thought their chemistry was electric. Jonathan Bailey, Simone Ashley. Oh my god gosh so good like you know i initially didn't think i was gonna love like a period piece kind of show but shonda rhimes never misses like she doesn't make a bad show i'm like i'm telling you right now it's giving plot it's it's giving romance it just honestly has it all i've noticed that shonda and her team and you know the writers that are there they always come up with the best love confessions and like writing oh my gosh i could like literally go on and on and on about how great the plot and the writing is of this show it's just so amazing but yeah okay so the bridgerton experience i just want to say first and foremost i am so thankful and grateful that i was invited and that i was able to experience this it was honestly a blast for the video that i posted for them i did a little get ready with me and then filmed the actual event and so i was scrambling trying to find a makeup artist and a hairstylist <laughs> it was insane i was like oh my god it was either they were like kind of out of budget or they were just not available and so i got extremely lucky finding the two people that I did. Let me shout them out really quick because they slayed. So there did my hair and then Alex did my makeup. They were both incredible. I wanted like a simple glam look and Alex achieved that. It was amazing. It looked so beautiful. Oh my God, it was amazing. And then there, I showed him a picture, like a few photos of inspo hair for like Kate Sharma. And he slayed. He did what he had to do. Got a hair and makeup person. And so my hair appointment was at 11 a.m. I had to meet my manager and there at the hotel that my manager was staying in and by like a certain time. And so, you know, me thinking that I had time, I went to this coffee shop that was like near the hotel. But when I was in there and ordering, all of a sudden I get a text like from the hairstylist saying that 
he's already there. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm scrambling. I'm like stressed. I'm like, I haven't eaten and I need my coffee. (laughs) It was a whole thing. I was like freaking out. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And so whatever, got the stuff, got the goods. I got like a small bagel and like a large coffee, large, large coffee from, I think the place was called like Bean, Bean and Bean or something like that. It was actually like pretty good. Um, And so did that. Then thankfully I made it on time. Everything was fine. Met up with my manager and Ver and, you know, Ver is so fun. Like we had such a blast, like doing my hair, just chatting it up. Like it was a good time. And then, so after that, I think we ended around like 12.30. We had to go straight to makeup. And so went there, met Alex, and it was so fun. It was a great time. Slayed the makeup. And then after that, we got another coffee because we were running low in fuel. But also like we were barely eating. So maybe that was also contributing to our energy levels. I think we did get a cookie though at this cafe we found. And so I think we got done with makeup like 3.30 or 4 o'clock, something like that. And the event's at 7. We're like, okay, we can't like sit down and like have like a full meal because we still need to you know make content we still need to like make some videos we storyboarded everything that we wanted to make that day we even did some content with Ver and Alex and we were doing kind of like a 73 questions Vogue situation which I will post on like my YouTube video and then I think I'll post some on my TikTok but yeah it was a lot of just go 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 be on camera the entire day But I'm glad that both me and um, Chang, who's my manager, figured out what we wanted to do (laughs) in terms of content. We had everything written down. After we got our caffeine kick and and a cookie, went back to the hotel and got dressed. Oh, and let me tell you, our outfits were from Amazon. Our outfits kind of slayed, if I do say so myself. Like, I don't want to sound like cocky or whatever, but I feel like our outfits, like, did what it had to do. It was giving period piece. <laughs> you know what? I actually find it really funny because we both forgot a piece of our costume. Like I forgot my gloves. Chang forgot their neck piece or something. I don't even know. I guess it just wasn't meant to be that we wore those things. I don't know. But also I'm like, wait, what would the outfit look like if we did have those accessories? Guess we'll never know. <laughs> Initially, I did not want to order from Amazon because I found all these like gorgeous dresses online, but none of them like fit the vibe. Like it just wasn't doing it. Like once I like put the dress on, I was like, no, I can't wear this. But yeah, we ended up both getting our outfits from Amazon and it was a sleigh. It really did that. Amazon saved the day. And yeah, I think I ordered my dress like two or three days before the event. Scary. (laughs) Literally scary. And so we got changed. We filmed some content and then we had to head straight to the experience and so oh my gosh the experience was so fun but it was very fast-paced me and my manager were definitely lit we definitely brought the party no but we were a part of the queen's court courtesy of the bridgerton team we got to get there a little bit early it was basically like a vip thing you get like a free tote bag you get a free drink and so you walk into this event and you get greeted at the door and you get like this like lady whistle down kind of paper which is very true to the Bridgerton theme of course this is why we're here because we're Bridgerton stands but yeah it's very much like 
the Lady Whistledown plot is very much like Gossip Girly vibe, like where it's like the gossip is being spread through this paper that is distributed within this world. And so we walk in, there's like different photo spots you could take pictures at. There's a huge dance floor in the middle, a beautiful chandelier. It was just all decked out. It was so pretty. It didn't feel gimmicky. It really honestly did feel like I was like on the set of the show kind of thing. And it was so much fun. There was like a bar, a gift shop. And yeah, again, the night is very fast paced. So you have to like move quickly. There are performers. It's very interactive. The performers like, you know, show you some dance moves you do and then like everybody kind of dances there is a little free time to like dance on your own as well but there was like this gorgeous performance they did it was very like Cirque du Soleil ballet vibe it was so fun to watch and then obviously the queen was there the queen picks like the diamond of the night and it was this girl in this beautiful ball gown everyone let me just say like went all out like everyone is decked out ball gowns regency fits like the whole thing everyone went all out with the fits let me tell you yeah it's very fast paced it's only like i think like an hour and 30 minutes the entire thing and it went by like extremely fast I mean, while we're at this experience, me and my manager are like filming, we're taking photos and there was also a Queen Charlotte costume, I think, inside, like one of the dresses from the show. I believe it's the original. I'm pretty sure. That was the day. And then after, filmed more content in the alleyway and then went to Thai Villa after, which is one of my favorite Thai restaurants in the city. Oh my God, it's so freaking good. We finally got to eat. <laughs> but yeah, that was a time. Thank you to Shonda and Julia Quinn for creating such an amazing story and world to be a part of. Again, thank you to the Bridgerton team for having me at this event. Also, can we talk about how Shonda Rhymes' production company, Shonda Land, their Instagram, reposted one of my videos. So the video that I made on TikTok was of... King George from Queen Charlotte, the show. It shows him first, and it was like the caption was me watching Queen Charlotte for the first time. And then it pans back to me, and I'm like in shock. And Taylor Swift's song Wildest Dreams is playing in the back. This is like kind of an old trend. Like this happened maybe like three years ago, maybe? But I brought it back. I brought it back for one day, and this video went viral. I was like in shock. I was like, wow. I know everyone says, oh, I didn't expect this video to go viral, blah, blah, blah. But I honestly did not think that this was going to get as many views as it did. I thought I was going to get like a decent amount, but I didn't think like 8 million. And then a repost on Shonda's Instagram. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, wait, what's going on right now? <laughs> but oh my God, it was epic, iconic. Like I'm so honored to be on the in-feed of Shonda Land Instagram. Yeah. Queen Charlotte was an amazing show. At first, I was skeptical. I was like, oh, a prequel moment. But then I really was blown away by this. And like Queen Charlotte's marriage to King George, how they worked it out, you know, his sickness, his mental health, they showed that. And just her and her family and then his family and Brimsley and Reynolds. It was just everything to me. Oh my gosh. It did feel definitely less grand in terms of like, you know, in Bridgerton, 
it's focusing on a lot of things and a lot of characters. But in this prequel, it really honestly just focuses on mostly Queen Charlotte and King George's like life and how they navigate the relationship. And, you know, it just felt like a little bit of like a smaller realm, a smaller vibe, if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it felt intimate. It felt amazing. But I am very much excited for the next season. I'm ready for it to come out now. But I get it. It just came out in May, the Queen Charlotte spinoff. So I'm like, maybe in a few months, it'll finally get like a trailer and then it'll come out. I'm just impatient. I'm just saying. But anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode, Obsessed with Bridgerton. Again, if you are a Bridgerton fan, definitely go to the Bridgerton Ball. It was a lot of fun. Really honestly did feel like I was in the show. Anyways, next week, I'm also going to be talking about Shonda, another show that she has done. I am so excited. We're going to be talking about Scandal. So get ready. If you've seen Scandal, tune in. If you haven't seen Scandal, hopefully I can convince you to tune in. Don't forget to follow Divide It With Jill on TikTok and Instagram. Oh, and don't forget to watch Bridgerton and Queen Charlotte. Duh. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye.